0: Welcome to the WordPress Photography Podcast. The podcast for photographers who want to learn how to get the most out of WordPress to grow their photography business. You don't need to be a geek to understand WordPress. Settle back and listen as we show you how. Now, here's your host, Scott Wyden-Kivowitz. Welcome to episode 52. This is a special episode because this is an episode where... A lot of people have been asking about image optimization and sort of that kind of thing. I'm not going to talk about the SEO side of things, but just the the compression and sight speed part of images, because as photographers, we're going to have a lot of images on our website and, you know, images slow down websites. I mean, think about it, you're exporting files that were hopefully raw files originally and, like, if if you're on a camera like the Nikon D850, your, your raw files are, like, 45 megabytes. So, you're exporting large files to JPEGs. A JPEG out of the Nikon D850 might be, like, 10 megabytes, maybe even a little bit more, depending. So, you know, if you just upload that, your site's going to be very slow to load. So, I want to touch on a few things, and we'll go through these uh, one by one, and... um Hopefully it'll help you with your site speed. Now, before we dive into the actual advice that I have for you, uh, I want to talk about you know the reasoning behind this. So we I, we have an article that's uh, now a little bit dated, but it's still very relevant. And uh, basically, it shares an infographic. In this infographic, it shows that 79% of customers who report about website performance are less likely to buy from the site again. Okay, now keep in mind, this isn't photography specific. This is any website, an e-commerce website, but this is very relevant to you as well. 64% of mobile phone users expect pages to load within four seconds. Okay, 47% of people expect websites to load on on desktops within two seconds. Okay, now keep in mind, again, that uh, two seconds versus four seconds, right? Two seconds on desktop, four seconds on mobile. Because people expect things to load slower on mobile, especially if they're not on Wi-Fi. So, you know, you've got to, they're, they're going to expect it to load, you know, uh, a, a little bit slower, but not too much slower, right? Even though it might actually load a lot slower. So, you really want to fine-tune it so that your mobile speed is up, uh, especially as more than 50% of your of traffic is going to start coming from mobile as the time goes by, okay? Now, if your photography business is hypothetical, if your photography business made $100,000 a day, which obviously that won't happen, but if it did, then a one-second improvement in site speed brings about $7,000 in revenue daily. Okay? Think about that. And one-second delay in page load time means 11% loss in page views. Okay? And one-second delay means 7% reduction in conversions. So the slower your site is, the higher the bounce rate or the rate people visit and leave without performing any actions. So site speed matters, right? Site speed matters. I'm going to link to that infographic in the show notes so you can see it. Uh, I highly recommend checking it out. Again, it's not photographer-specific, but a lot of it, or most of it, relates, and um, you should really take these things into consideration. So... How do you address some of these? Well, the first thing is, you want to make sure you fine-tune how your images are uploaded or displayed on the front end. So a lot of people ask us at ImageLy, what image size should I upload at? And here's our recommendation, and we have an article on this as well, and I'll link to this in the show notes, but shared hosting should be uploaded at a max, a max of 1,000 pixels at the longest edge, right? Now, that is because you're on a shared host, shared hosts are slower by nature, you're sharing the server with hundreds of customers and thousands of websites, so if your site's loading slow, others on the server will load slow, if others are loading slow, yours will be loading slow, and so on. So 1,000 pixels, the longest length max, if you're on something like Bluehost or GoDaddy's shared hosting platform. If you're on a cloud hosting platform, I'd go to about uh, 1,400 pixels at the longest length, if you're on a virtual private server, or a VPS for short, then 1,600 pixels is the longest length. And if you're on a dedicated host, 2,200 pixels at the longest length, okay? Now, I recommend, for those on good hosts, now those are, keep in mind, those are general upload sizes that I, that we're recommending, but I personally recommend that if for those who are on good hosts, not shared servers, basically anything but shared servers, to upload or display at 2,048 pixels, which is the ideal size for a tablet. That way, when the image is large and viewed on a tablet, it can fill the screen beautifully and look nice and sharp. But, you need to make sure that whatever you're using to display your images, gallery plugin, your theme, whatever it is that's controlling this, that it's displaying smaller image sizes as needed. Okay? NextGen Pro will do this if you have resized and upload and backup originals turned on, right? This is what it does. It, it, it sort of will shrink down the images and do the retina display based on the device, okay? Now, here's what I do for portfolios and other galleries on my own website, on scottwyden.com. Upload a full-size image, okay? Now, like I mentioned way in the beginning of this episode, the Nikon D850 will produce a large JPEG. I will still upload that large JPEG. Okay? Because what NextGen Gallery is set to do on my site is to resize every image to 2048 pixels. Then NextGen Pro will display the image based on the type of screen, like if it's Retina, and content area of your theme, depending on the gallery type that you have set. If you're, if you're, um, If you're using a mosaic gallery, then it's going to display thumbnails. If you're using a slideshow gallery, it's going to display it based on the content area. Um, But it's going to dynamically resize the images for display purposes to be smaller and faster. But really, when you click on the image to view at large, it's going to pull up the large 2048 pixel in the ProLite box. Next, Next NextGen Pro will sell prints and digital downloads based on the original backup. Okay, I mentioned that I have backup original turned on. NextGen Pro will actually, NextGen Gallery will create the backup, and NextGen Pro will use that backup for the e-commerce part of the website. Now, this is the best of both worlds: quality for e-commerce and quality for speed of viewing. Okay. Now, if you want to view the image size recommendations, I will link to that again in the show notes, so you have got another uh, thing that you can look at. All right, uh, the next is um, talking about compression. Now, oh boy, I, I've done a lot on compression, a whole lot of compression, as you'll find out. I use, I'm a big fan of JPEG Mini Pro, big fan of it. And I use that in my Lightroom workflow. If I'm working in Photoshop, I still use JPEG Mini Pro's Photoshop extension. So I, by doing so, I get the best, absolute best compression without the risk of visible Quality loss or color shifting, because if you use a tool like um, I don't know some of the other some of the other compression uh, applications out there for Mac and Windows, you do have a risk of reducing the uh, visible aesthetics of the image and actually shifting the color so that you know skin tones are really orangey or yellow or red and not just the, whatever the natural color is. So JPEG Mini Pro is fantastic. It's the best at um, getting the best compression with the best uh, aesthetics. Okay, now I talk about this in an article called "A Case Against WordPress Plugins for Image Compression." I'm not 100% against these against plugins, as you'll see in a minute. Um, but you know, this is a good article to read because it'll sort of talk you into why I recommend JPEG Mini. Now, however, um, the the compression of JPEG Mini may not be best for websites, as sometimes you do have to give up some quality loss to gain some speed. Okay, JPEG Mini, uh, you are going to have higher image files than you would if you were to use a WordPress plugin, for example, to compress your images. Um, But that's why I've done a big comparison of the, the best compression plugins for photographers to use. Now, I use and recommend, and we at Imagely also recommend using Imageify um, for image compression on the website. And you can do this in conjunction with JPEG Mini. Uh, I use Imageify on my own website. It's what I recommend. Like I said, it's what Imagely recommends. Um, It's designed in a similar way to JPEG Mini, where it won't over-compress your images. It has limits, but it will still reduce some visible quality. So many times I find that its middle level of compression still won't touch files already touched by JPEG Mini. And that's one of the things I love about it. Other plugins will overcompress if something's been compressed. In fact, a lot of the other plugins will actually compress what they've already compressed themselves, meaning they're going to double-compress the images. Imageify won't do that. You compress it once, it won't overdo it. And Imageify works on the media library and also NextGen Gallery, which is beautiful because then you can compress every image on your website, no matter where it is. So, if you'd like to see the full comparison, I will also link to that in the show notes. It is a very unbiased approach uh, to the comparison. Uh, it's kind of how we came to the conclusion of why we like Imageify the best is because it does give the best, um, in our opinion. Uh, sort of level, if you put on a scale between, you know, uh, aesthetic loss and file size, it's kind of a an even balance of loss between the two, instead of it you know leaning towards one side. Now, finally, the last thing I want to talk about here are a few things you can do to further speed up your site with a lot of images. The first is something called lazy loading. Now, a couple of years ago, I was against lazy loading because it was kind of a um, uh, sort of what a, an optical illusion. It was sort of... It just didn't show you the image until you scrolled. But now, lazy loading is legit. It is actually not loading the images until you actually scroll to a certain point, and then it loads the images. So doing that actually does, you know, speed up your site, And because that way, the only, only parts loading are what's visible, right? The only images loading are what is visible on the screen at that, at that point in time. So lazy loading is really fantastic. Um, If you don't have anything that has lazy loading, you can install WP Rocket Cache, which they have a free lazy load plugin in the WordPress directory. Or if you're using WP Rocket Cache, their paid plugin, which is very affordable, also made by the people who make the Imageify compression plugin, uh, they have the lazy loading in there with actually uh, advanced features, including um, video lazy loading and some cool stuff like that. The next piece is Infinite scroll. And uh, that is where you're loading images, and as you get to the bottom, it just continues to load more. It's kind of like the Instagram effect, where you just scroll and scroll and scroll and it just keeps going, and it'll go until the gallery is done, right? And the last is pagination, where you have next or previous or one, two, three, you know, whatever it is. Kind of like your blog post archives, where it's paginated, right? And the beautiful thing about NextGen Gallery NextGen Pro is it actually offers all three of those: lazy loading, infinite scroll, and pagination depending on which gallery type you pick, you'll have an option of either pagination, infinite scroll, or lazy loading, or a combination of them. For example, the Pro Mosaic Gallery, the most popular gallery display type in NextGen Pro, uh, actually has a lazy loading with infinite scroll. So it uh, kind of helps speed up your site that way by by cutting out the loading of images, and then when you get to the point, it'll scroll further uh, with more images, loading more and more, and so on, right? So it's kind of the best of... Uh, multiple worlds there by having it. So that is what I really want to talk to you about today is image optimization. There's so much into it. Of course, I could go into the SEO side of things, but I'm not going to. Um, if you want to know about the SEO side of things of image optimization, go to imagely.com SEO and you can opt in to a freebie that talks all about image, uh, image SEO. But otherwise, I will link to everything I just mentioned in the show notes. Um, let me just make sure I note down. I just mentioned the <laughs> the image SEO. Uh, it's kind of funny. I didn't think about this in my original notes. Uh, anyway, so uh, I will link to all of everything I talked about. If you have any questions, comment on the video on YouTube. Comment on the show notes um, at imagely.com slash podcast slash 52. Until next time.